you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, hello, hello. I have the pleasure and the honor to have one of my close friends join us today. Abby is having her baby moon, so she is soaking up the sun. But don't worry, we're still going to have some fun with my good friend, Anthony Lario. Hey, V. What's going on, V, baby? My my honorary <laughs> Jersey girl. I, well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but... You know, I, there's a lot to discuss, and what better way than to start with the anticipated premiere of Beverly Hills? I am so curious to get your takes on so many things. I have to say, and this is like a little side note, I can't get over, anytime I see these kids who have been on our screens for so long, seeing how grown Portia is. Oh, I know. I, mean, I really liked that um, whole little compilation that they did with Kyle and Por- and Portia because that's such like a re- a real thing. I feel like that would be me if I was a parent. Yeah, absolutely. I and I thought it was like really sweet for her to kind of talk about how the pandemic really impacted her and how she's coming out of her shell and everything. So I thought that was really sweet too. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and the part where she was talking about falling asleep in class and and stuff like I, I heard of so many kids going through that same exact thing. That makes me sad. Yeah, very sad. Oh, well, something that I'm curious on your thoughts. Um, Erica Jane made a comment uh, to Lisa Runna that she's having sex with not so nice people. Um, I immediately <laughs> thought of Army Hammer because you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it could be true. I mean, you know me, I'm very sex positive. So I'm like, you know, you do you, girl. I just. The way that she says things, I don't know if you're, I I feel like we might've covered one of the reunion episodes. She does this like Judy Garland voice. I'm like, why are you trying to talk like Judy Garland? It's like this weird super villain thing that she does. And I'm like, you're not. Can you give me an example? I feel like you probably could do a good impression of it. She's like me. I'm not having sex with very nice people. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, lady. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, why are you talking like this? It's so it's barely, She does get very nasally. Like, I am having sex with, you know, with whomever I want, Rana. Like, she does get, like, it's very, yeah, it's it's a vibe. She means she sounds like someone who's, like, hungover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe I mean, right now? 
Yeah, well, yeah, but no, but Judy Garland, I mean, rest in peace, but we all, she, I know she struggled with alcohol and true. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. There's some, I don't want to say there's some literacy there cause that could get dark, but I will yeah. say I did appreciate EJ um, acknowledging that there's times when she's ordered Taco Bell and she didn't remember. And mm-hmm. I know that's also was kind of a, a cry for help for her. Um, but the Taco Bell part felt very relatable and very, I can't say that there are so many relatable moments with EJ. Yeah, that, that was one of the first ever. I, I recently I've been, you know, this summer I took off drinking and then now I'm like back to the sauce and you know, that, that happens and it's the worst feeling the next day. Cause you can't, get rid of what you ate like you had dominoes the night before you had taco bell and so i appreciate her being real like that um you know i I was re-watching last season recently and she made a comment about how there's not enough lexapro in the world or something like that um and so i wonder if like we're gonna get a flashback to that pretty soon Oh, you know, I think I we th- definitely are. I think, I mean, given the previews with her drinking too much and she's saying she's mixing with, you know, her antidepressants, like, I think we're definitely, this is going to be a component with Erica for sure. Yeah. Nerve wracking. Oh, yes. Um, I will say I'm very surprised, pleasantly surprised that Sutton and Crystal are now friends. I always love seeing people who like basically hated each other insulted the leather pants come full circle and are friends now at least for now yeah yeah i forgot that they didn't even really fight at the reunion last year because they had already made up off camera and that's nice to see that like the replay of the season didn't really impact them super a lot because i feel like that happens people make up and then they rewatch the show and then they're fighting again Absolutely. Um, That's a beauty of housewives. It's kind of also like a torturous part because as viewers on one hand, we're like, I feel like we're hit with whiplash because we're like, ah, yes, we're over this. And then it's like, damn it. Now we're talking about confessionals. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about watch what happens live appearances. Like it's aggravating. Yeah, completely. I, I, I couldn't do it for one, but yeah, no, I like their friendship. I, I, I think that it's like a lost art in housewives. Like, you know, it doesn't happen as much anymore that people feud and are friends again. Like I, I, I love that trope. I love Vicky, Tamara, you know, Heather, Shannon, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So then in the episode, we get obviously a forced interaction between EJ and Marcel. Um, EJ is not very happy with, Sutton because of some comments she made on what happens live about Rana and this goddamn Elton John party, which to me, I'm like, this is such a dumb rich people thing to fight about. Like who cares? Yes. Yes. She's kind of like Erica Garcelle is loyal to Sutton and Erica's loyal to Rana. So they kind of get together and it kind of comes up. Um, EJ's legal problems and she immediately this is like what caught me is like her interview she's like bravo do your fucking research like it's disproven everything's out there it's disproven I yeah. just I do appreciate like Garcelle's point of view because I do think she's in our heads a little bit because to me I, I kind of agree with her if it is then why not just 
share the articles or I don't know. It's pull up the facts, you know, like, like if I don't know, she feels, she feels so, um, prideful, um, Erica. And now I think that we're getting to the crux of the matter of, of what was really, what it was really about last season. Um, it's her pride and it's her ego. And it's like, just, just show us the articles, you know, if like, that's what I would do. I would, I would be printing that out and making it into a t-shirt and being like, look, yes, like it's over, you know? I mean, she could have written a song. Like, I feel like women, I don't want to say in on the joke because obviously there's people who have lost a lot from Tom Girardi, um, including orphans. But if she took control of the narrative and like almost had like a press conference, like a la (laughs) Giselle and Karen, I think that could have been taken over well. Like here, bitches, like I know you're going to have questions. I did the work for you. And here's everything that you need to read up on before you come to me and ask questions. Yeah. I would respect her for that. Yeah. And then she would take questions. She would, anybody have any questions? <laughs> like, Yeah. It would be kind of, I think that would be kind of funny actually. Yeah. Me too. I mean, she should have consulted with us clearly. I um, know we really are geniuses. I know. Truly. Um, okay. And then we get to something that was horrible. Um, Dorit's retelling of her robbery. I've seen some comments out there about people thinking like she made like this is fake or she might have faked it. I personally it's gross. I think I don't. I I felt like I don't I just I feel like this is the most vulnerable we've ever seen Dorit. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when she reunited with PK and then her on the bench, like she clearly was like very ha- having a lot of PTSD from this ordeal. I mean, she was almost put at gunpoint. She basically saved her kids lives it's terrifying yeah i mean it's listen everybody has to go through shitty things in life some things are way more shitty than others and and this is one of them but i i do believe that it's you know trying to look at the bright side of certain things character building um and resilience are two qualities that I admire. And she was, she really proved how resilient she actually is and what a mama bear she is and a protector. Um, and then I'm sure we'll get into Sutton's reaction with Kyle, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Your thoughts. I, I like mean. feel like I, like it, it got, here's the thing. I've, I'm guilty of doing what Sutton did. Um, and I don't think it comes from a malicious place. I think it just comes from a place of like being completely selfish and overwhelmed with something else in the moment. And, you know, we see that in real time, she's apologized and she's like, I was being an asshole. I was being selfish, but that was like really bad. Like (laughs) as bad of a reaction you could possibly have. I mean, I'm glad that Kyle was like, uh, I don't think, that is compares and also it's like read the fucking room set and like this woman was put at gunpoint um she was like being protective of her babies like that is that doesn't compare to your custom problems that you're having with your designer like get the not fuck it out. not at all sorry I just to, yawned. oh my god yeah <laughs> that means we need to move on no i'm a little topic. i'm hung, i'm hung over laying here I'm, re- I'm relaxing right now i have the windows open i'm laying in bed the fan is blowing on me and i'm like relaxing i'm 
relax and max and all cool with V talking oh about B B H. Uh, you're living truly, you guys. Like I can't tell you the beautiful thing about our friendship is one we're like ten years apart, right? <laughs> yes, Which yes. always like baffles me. I visited Anthony at the Jersey Shore last year, and like we've been friends for we we met for the first time last year, but we've been friends for now a couple years now. Yeah, it's been, it's four four years. Yeah, we've been friends for a minute. Um, yeah, I like adore you, and yeah, I, I, there's so many times like him saying that I can't tell you. Like I'm under my breath. I'm like, God, you bitch! Like, <laughs> what a <laughs> what a life. But no, that sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. Well, let's talk about Jersey. Um, okay, yeah, that's like, why I said V's the honorary Jersey girl because when she came and visited Jersey, she was a true Jersey queen. Oh. Well, I mean, you got I into character. I, I do have the attitude that comes with Jersey. So it, it can definitely happen. So the beginning of this reunion, I mean, we get into Joey Gorga and Teresa, the fight. So Joey storms off. He doesn't feel like he has any respect from his sister. Melissa and Andy are like, go apologize to him. And she's like, I, I, I do. You know, she like kind of goes off. I I would say, you know, I'm so anti-Louis, but the thing that like got me, and I know you need to be like loyal to your woman. However, I'm like, okay, Mr. Peacemaker and like all your little exercises. I'm like, why didn't you even like try to console your brother-in-law? Like be the middleman. Not like, at all. Not at all. Like did not give a fuck. And to me immediately, because I have so many red flags with this man. I'm like, this is him continuing to alienate her from her family. I thought that he was going to um, console. Like when I saw him standing there, I, I really thought that he was going to attempt to do so and he didn't. And, you know, one of the telltale signs of emotional abuse is isolation, you know, isolating you from the people that you care about, um, being a wedge issue in, in your quote unquote loved one's life. And it's like kind of just really apparent, I, I think, to a lot of people watching. I'm, I got to say, I'm, I'm really surprised by the reaction of a lot of the fans because I thought that, you know, obviously I would say it's like 60% are like, this guy is not great for her. But like, he's won over like 40% of people. Um, I'm surprised that more people aren't comparing him to Brooks from Orange County. Um, it's because the tree huggers are like ride or dies. Like Teresa has yeah. got some fans and luckily I haven't come across too many of those, but tree huggers are, I mean, they're hugging hard. They're, they're kind of like, no, she's happy. Like, why are you like, they're taking very much her approach. Like, and I love Teresa too. Don't get me wrong. It's just like a little much. No, I, I and the thing is if Dolores was dating Louie. We all know mm-hmm. Teresa would be saying all this shit. Yeah. She's like, the she'd be the first person to bring it up. Yeah, absolutely. I was glad that Andy, you know, he intervened and I'm glad he stood up for Joey and set Teresa straight a little bit. Yeah. Because I yeah. mean, she was trying to act like she wouldn't be offended if she was called like, what do you call her? Like a ba- baby bitch or bitch girl. Bitch girl. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> acting like she wouldn't be like it's no big deal like and he's like no i mean 
that's he's like Teresa you'd be so mad exactly I'm like Teresa Donald Trump Judice she literally is so stubborn she can't admit that she's wrong and I love her it's just like admit it listen and it's her again it's her ego I turned to my mom when we were watching the episode I go mom you can be a little bit like Teresa sometimes you know you won't admit that you're wrong and she goes it's about ego and then she (laughs) pulls out this book the ego is the enemy or something oh my God, Gina. <laughs> like the, so- the socratic method she's like Teresa needs to study the socratic method oh maybe you should just like send that i mean i feel like you guys probably know where she lives out in jersey so you <laughs> just like leave it at her doorstep i um, know and like you know she could read between the lines um we could right something that was a wild revelation to me david and frank are living together I know, right? I mean, he was washing his balls last year or two years ago. <laughs> so, I mean, is it that crazy? It's like, it's weird. I don't know how I would feel. Like, yes, like Frank is, a, he's not, aside from, you know, they're sharing children, they are family, Dolores and him, but I, that would bother me, I think. It would, I mean, that's a little much. I'm like, aren't you a grown man? Can't you get your own place in of all people, why do you have to choose my ex and live in the house that I had aspired to be in with him? Like, that's just so weird. Mm-hmm. What do you think would, would bother you the most about it? Like the emotional aspect? Yeah, I guess so. I, for me, it's just more, I, I don't, and I hate to be like choosing sides, but it sounds like from how Dolores is describing this breakup, it seems like there's clearly like almost like David, isn't giving her any time or a conversation. So yeah. because of that, I'm like, I don't care how good of a doctor he is, how good of a man he is. Like, I would be like, Frank, come on. Like, I would want you to have my back a little bit more. And this is like, I'm fine with you hanging out. I'm fine with you doing this, but living with him. Too it much. Feels like, yeah, it's too much. It's like crossing a line. Like they're all too, I don't know. That would bother me. Yeah. I mean, I think that it would bother me too. Um, but I, I can't gauge, like, I can't get in Dolores's mind. It seems like she's really, I mean, good for she and Frank. They've really successfully separated their previous romantic relationship with their current platonic friendship. Um, it almost feels to me like they were never married in a weird way. Like, they're friends. Um, but I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I think that's an art, and I'm not that talented. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. But she takes everything in stride, or so that she shows, because we know she doesn't yeah. like emotions. Um, something that was heavy, and I feel like I just want to want to give a moment to you in recognition. It's just Jackie's ba- bravery. Yes. Um, everything that she shares, I'm always like amazed by how vulnerable she allows herself to be and to share that with us. I mean, the fact that she says she only allowed herself like two good meals a week, like I'm like, holy shit, like this, I mean, you know, it's bad, obviously, but when you, when I continue to hear these revelations, I'm like, oh my God, this is like a life or death matter for you. Like this is huge. And so I'm just happy that she seems to be in a much healthier place and it's going to be, I mean, a continued journey and whatnot, but damn. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is a continued journey. I think that she is so fabulous and I really, really love Jackie. I think that she's grown as a character and I can't wait to see what happens next too. 
Well, how do you feel about, so recently it's like the word's gotten out that she's been demoted and she's friend of, like, what's your take on that? I mean, here's the thing. I think some housewives that have had their best seasons while being friend ofs. Um, And, you know, maybe that'll happen here. I think sometimes, you know, she's a very strong voice and a very strong character. I, I, I really just kind of feel like regardless of whether she has an intro part or not, I, I still feel like she's just going to be as much a part of the mix as she was this past year. Um, you know, I feel like so many casting decisions by the gods that rule are like random. And I, I mean, everything definitely has a reason, but they seem random to us. And I don't know. I feel like they always end up working out in a weird way. So, you know, I think she's strong enough to be a supporting voice and maybe they're doing it to attempt to make room for other people in the mix. And they know that her voice is loud enough that it works as a supporting role as well. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think it's okay. I'm okay with it. I, I mean, I think we still will get to he- see her. I think we'll get bits of her journey and the interactions clearly that she has with the women. Evan's good with the guys. Like, I think it's good. And personally, I think, you know, she said a trigger for her and her ED is intense confrontation. So I feel like for her health a little bit, not saying she's not going to be in the mix. It might be good for her, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, it could be great. And then we'll see her back as a full time the next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What was your... uh, point of view on Jennifer's receipts uh, when she was going after Melissa. And- Listen, I think she was right. I, I do think that she was right. You know, she, d- Melissa did start it. Yeah, no, you're, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think Jennifer Aiden and I like kind of shared this, like, I think that she's an amazing housewife. You don't have to like her. You yeah. You don't have to love her or you can love her, you can hate her, like whatever, however you feel about her, you have to admit as a housewife, she's great. She's an amazing housewife. I mean, she really is. She's an amazing character. She's funny. She makes me laugh. And I'm hoping that Margaret and Jennifer come out as a dynamic duo at some point. Because when they were friends in the Hamptons, that one episode, they were making me pee myself when we were, they were in the store together in the Hamptons a couple seasons ago you know, they were really making me laugh. I, I think they'd be a great friendship pair. I agree. I, I have to admit, like I had a note to myself that I'm just over those two, like the back and forth and the fighting. I was, I felt very over it. I'm like, yeah. okay, enough, like enough with that. So um, that totally. was, that was part two in a nutshell. I, I, you know, I'm ready for it to wrap. I am ready for the Com- not confrontation, but the interrogation of Dirty Louie from Andy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to admit, I'm looking forward to it. So I think it'll be good. I'm, I'm you th- how many times do you think Teresa's going to butt in and say, don't answer that question, Louie? Um, I think he's going to make a passive aggressive dig at her that he's, I forgot what he did at that fight with uh, Melissa no, Melissa, Joey, and then Jennifer, the whole bitch baby, whatever comment. He had made bitch a comment. Boy, yeah. Thank you. I keep saying it wrong. Bitch boy. Um, he had made a comment to her, like he was like, listen with your ears or something, and let me speak yeah. with my mouth. Or he, he, made- he, he said that you know, you have two ears 
one mouth use if like something like that. Yeah, it was some I could see him doing something like that is what I'm getting at. When she tried I mean, listen, me. where there's smoke, there's fire. These girls aren't all lying. Mm-mm. No, there's not. And I've said this before. I've received a lot of information from him and none of it came from Margaret. Like it's all out there. Oh yeah. None of it comes from Margaret. No, not at all. And you saw Margaret last night. I'm laying in a bed in her house right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. She, she was great. We uh, went to a fantastic party in Philadelphia. Um, and then took the ride back with her here, uh, to do some work, um, which is going to be nice. You know, the thing about Jersey, I don't think people realize how big New Jersey is that like, there's like her, where these ladies live in New Jersey is like an hour and a half, 45 minutes away from where I live in New Jersey. Wow. So it's like, I mean, it's a trek. Yeah. Two different New Jerseys, but they're, they're, they're both pretty similar you know, South Jersey, North Jersey, and then people debate over whether Central Jersey even really exists. I know nothing about this, but I'm always like fascinated by these things. So we we are going to take an ad break. Um, This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys know we're huge proponents of therapy and mental wellness. So life is full of twists and turns, stress changes, grief, moments of growth, and moments where we feel like we're taking a few steps back. And it's important to show up for yourself through all the struggles that life can bring. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here for the twists and turns and will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've gone to therapy. I think it's so important for anyone. I don't feel like too, I think there's a misconception with therapy that people feel like you have to have like some traumatic childhood or whatever it may be. I think there's always room to improve ourselves and get in touch and be self-aware with our emotions. And therapy is an absolutely wonderful way to do that. It's not a crisis line. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional therapy done securely online, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to show up for yourself and invest in your well-being because you deserve some inner peace. Visit betterhelp.com slash real moms of Bravo. That's better H-E-L-P and join over the 2 million people have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for Real Moms of Bravo listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash realmoms, R-E-A-L-M-O-M-S, Real Moms. All right. I use BetterHelp. I fucking love BetterHelp. It's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's really great. It's great. 
Um, you know, I think someone who could have maybe benefited from some sort of family therapy session. So we got our part one of Summer House and I could not get over Paige and Lindsay. So Paige and Lindsay are seated next to each other. Paige refuses to look at Lindsay. Yeah, why did they make that seating choice? I mean, I think probably for the drama. I do kind yeah. of like get like, in Housewives, we wouldn't see that. No. I've seen... um like Jennifer and Margaret sitting next to, or Teresa and Margaret sitting next to each other. I guess that's a better comparison. You wouldn't have seen that. No. I don't no, know. Never. It's, it's a very interesting, I'm guessing it's probably for the drama um, yeah. is why they did it. But I, her resting bitch face and her anger, man, like it is wild. Like I've heard, and Lindsay's responded openly and has said like, if you find out why she's mad at me, like, please let me know. And she's also, I think, um, re-stated uh, that it had nothing to do with Winter House, that they were good. So what do you I, think it is? I think that she, Paige, I feel like does not like Lindsay. And I think she's very loyal to her friends. And mm-hmm. just, I think she just is very loyal to Sierra and is like, I don't like you. I don't like what you've said. Like she feels like she hasn't owned up to it and that's how she's acting that way. But I think it came across to us viewers as just like really bratty. And Mm -hmm. to me, I would respect her more if she looked her in the face and said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And you got to also remember Paige is like how old? 27, 28. Yeah. 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 I, I mean so. I'm I'm entering twenty-seven and I don't know if this is a universal thing, but I feel like a lot of my friends who are not married or with child at twenty-seven are kind of revert back um to how we were when we were like twenty-two. And sometimes that can happen emotionally as well. <laughs> so it's like maybe that's happening there a little bit too. Well, she's 29. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> but still, like, I don't Theory know. I, I think it's her Scorpio energy. She's a Scorpio. Um, I think it's a lot of that. I think she's just very, like, cutthroat. And I, don't, I think they have a lot of unresolved shit. And I think Paige is really good at, like, putting on a face and, like, laughing through some things. And I just think she, she was never like, like that before. I don't know. Some people said it's Craig. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I also felt, so so many of the girls are truly against Lindsay and there's this moment in the reunion where Amanda was trying to explain to Lindsay how to apologize to Sierra because she felt like Lindsay didn't take accountability in her actions with the whole Austin drama. But Mm -hmm. when you look back at the playback, she did apologize, but I'm using, but, but Amanda then like, I felt like she was channeling all her therapy sessions in this moment and was like, no, you don't apologize with a butt. And like was telling her like how to apologize. And to me, I found it very off putting. Like patronizing. Yeah. Like, I mean, and one thing that came up in the reunion too, is just that all the girls are like, you know, Lindsay and Danielle are hard to get to know. Like when I came in and la 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 and like they don't like i just felt a lot of anger towards Lindsay, and i'm like why isn't this directed towards austin 
you could yeah. not like Lindsay, but it was just very confusing. Yeah. Well, do you think it has something to do with the fact that like they, cause Amanda and Paige are super close off camera, right? Yeah. She was a bridesmaid. Yeah. I mean, you get how texting and all this stuff works. Like, I feel like this crew, like more than housewives and stuff, like they're talking and hanging out in real time more than anybody. Yeah. Well, and there's like so many layers. I mean, I feel like if I did like a little chart with the little lines pointing to people, like, mm. like Kyle's really close to Carl and Carl's with Lindsay. And like, there's just a lot of dynamics, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And this is the first time that we've seen on Bravo where some of the cast members are going to be on multiple shows. So yeah. Like multiple layers of drama that they're reliving. Like you mentioned earlier, where things get reignited when they re-see things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I can't keep track of who's from summer house. Who's from winter house. Who's from Southern charm. And I kind of like that, that, that that's like a multiverse there. I um, like it too. Some people don't like it. I actually kind of like it. I think it's amazing branding because I think they took a note out of like ABC's book and MTV with what they do, which is they have so many crossover TV shows like through the bachelor and the challenge and big brother and all these things, you know? No, I think it's smart. And I, I mean, these people all have egos of some kind. Like I'm personally excited for winter house that the Toms from Vanderpump rules are going to be in the mix now. I'm I'm kind of interested in like more of the Vanderpump people getting, and that's how it started, right? Isn't that how it when it, Summer House started with Stassi and Kyle in the hot tub? Yeah, they were there. They visited. Yep, and yeah. he called her Steve Jobs because she had like a turtleneck swimsuit. <laughs> yes, I I can't get. It. I, I know that it's like Kyle. I just find so sexy. I don't know. I just find him so hot. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I know, don't find I him hot. Him. I don't find him hot. I do. Kyle, I appreciate. He's like, you. he is, he is who he is, flaws and all. And I feel like he's been authentic to who he is. And I appreciate that. I like a man who can be vulnerable. He's cried. I've joked and called him the Tam, Tom Sandoval. Like, I think he's, you see it all. V, is this like weird that he's older than you? And like, don't you almost look at him like somebody my age? Yeah, I don't know. Like, because he's, like, partying and, like, doing all that. He just reminds me of, like, a 26-year-old. Yeah, no, he definitely is. He's, like, very young at heart. He's 39. Yeah, I can't believe that he's 39 years old. Yeah, he's going to be 40 this year. That's freaking crazy. There's housewives. His 40th is going to be on Summer House. I am interested, and this is actually like a good like pivot. And I feel like you have good intel and just good guts about this stuff. Like, what do you think? So it was clear to me in this reunion that there's a divide amongst the cast, Mm -hmm. Um, like a clear division. If you are a producer, and there's also, you see, you know, Lindsay is, has been sober with Carl. There's people that feels like they're aging out of this every summer in the Hamptons. We throw a theme party and don't get me wrong. There's no age. Just stop partying. Cause we see our yeah. wives do it too, but it just, I don't know. Like what would you do with summer house? I, I don't think it needs to be touched. I think at this point it doesn't maybe give it like three or four more years. I don't think it needs to be touched. I, I if, if you, Want to know truthfully, I know you're not going to like this idea, but I think they need to bring back Hannah and swap out some other people, maybe. 
I'm, you know, I said this, I think I said this and someone listening, please check me. I think Hannah, I think we need villains and I think it's okay. Where I have an issue with Hannah coming back is Des. Yeah, no, I I get it. I I'm, I'm okay with, I can get the Hannah part or even her just (laughs) making an appearance here or two, but Des is where it gets, um, he to me was, I don't know, very off putting. Um, but anyways, that, that was essentially summer house in a nutshell. Um, Atlanta, if you all aren't watching Atlanta, watch, I think in times with housewives, we need a little bit of levity and plus we're getting some full circle moments. And I'm so happy that the Chateau is so fucking good. The Chateau looks amazing. I'm obsessed with it. I love her so much. Sheree is like such an icon. Um, I can do Drew and Ralph are horrible. Um, well, mainly. I don't Ralph. think she's necessary to the show. I don't either. And, you know, I've heard some rumblings and some comments. People are like, I really miss Portia. Like, it, they don't, they're not buying this season yet. And I'm like, hold hold on. This is like only the second episode. <laughs> like, let's hold off our judgment. People are so tough on Atlanta. They're, and, well, and Atlanta's given us like so many good seasons. And I'm always like, have a forever soft spot for Nini, where to me, she is Atlanta in a way. Like how Teresa is New Jersey, where you, you miss, you miss her a bit. But I'm happy. I miss to- Nini. She's Atlanta to me. Yeah, but I'm happy to see Marlo have her moments. I mean, Candy, the girl, no one works harder than Candy. I mean, she's already got another spinoff in the works. No one's had more spinoffs than than her. But um, I definitely think Drew's storyline is going to be divorcing Ralph at some point. It's, like, very obvious to me. What's your ideal Atlanta cast? Ooh, that's a really good question. I feel like I would love Phaedra back, which I know that's only going to be dependent if Candy says it's okay, given all of that. I think I would want to go back to, and I need to like, I'm not a Bravo historian and just knowing people off the top of my head. And for some reason, I'm like thinking like season, who was in season five? Okay, season five was Nini, Candy, Cynthia, Phaedra, Kenya, Portia, and Kim Zolciak. And I kind of love all of that. Okay, here's, here's fine. You ready? Oh, but I would, I would probably swap out Kim for Marlo. Here, I'm, I'm thinking that we do this. I'm thinking we do Nini, Cynthia, Portia, Kenya, um, Marlo, Kim. Candy, Sheree. Oh, yes. I um, Yeah, I would love Sheree, too. I mean, I'm I pretty like- sure that was the cast when Kim came back. What um, season was that? Was that, like, season eight, maybe? No, I think way further down. Like, 11, maybe? I'm Because like, Kim left in, what, season six? Let's see. I'm, like, looking this up in real time, you guys. Season eight. Yeah, it could have been eight, actually. It wasn't eight. Anyways, we're not going to belabor you guys with us like looking into this, but yeah, no, it would have been nice to see. I, I love that. I honestly, I would kind of be into at this point, I'm really kind of into the idea of this like legacy versus OG type of thing that they're going to test out with me too. So we'll see what happens. I think Atlanta has, it's not been in crisis mode. Like some of these other franchises like OC in New York, in my opinion, but I could see it working 
for these franchises that have been around for like decades. It feels like, like a long ass time that it could they could benefit from it. So that is my take. And this kind of concludes our show. And this brings me to our point of the show where I'm never, ever prepared, but I am going to give our shout out. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just want to tip my hat to all of you who are continuing to work on yourselves, whether that be through therapy, whatever gives you, brings you mental wellness. Um, I've been very open about the fact that I have a pill. I'm on Zoloft and it helps me feel better and it helps me feel more like me. Um, And it's okay. It's okay to be on medication. Um, Let's remove the stigma. Let's continue to discuss it and normalize it. So if you're worried about taking that step, this is the universe telling you you're going to be okay and take that step to continue to work on yourself. So that's my shout out. Um, I love that. Yeah, you know, a little happy. I got my little pill too. Paxil's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so with that, okay, you guys know the spiel now. In order for us to get amazing guests on the show, we have to have really great ratings to kind of prove ourselves a little bit. We are like the little train that could. So we're continuing to hustle, but we need your help too. So please take a moment and give us a five-star rating or written review the written review, I mean, you could literally say, great show. Like, I'll take it. It doesn't have to be too long, just like whatever you have. And if you want to contribute to the show monetarily, consider joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bravo for as little as $3 a month. Anthony's going to be joining me on this week's episode. You're not going to want to miss it. And with that, we'll catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants... They pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy, and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.